Welcome to another episode of the Top Podcast, Truth Over Popularity. I'm your host, Brad Odeman Jr. The world we live in has numerous opinions of what truth is. I'm here to shine light on absolute truth regardless of its popularity. This podcast will focus on topics surrounding the Bible, how our current political climate is directly tied to Bible prophecy, along with a few other passions of mine, health, fitness, and an occasional golf conversation. If any of these topics interest you or could benefit someone you know, please be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and share with a friend or family member. I hope this podcast adds value and perspective to your life. Let's dive in. Happy New Year. First podcast of 2023. I am super excited about the future. God is going to do great things in 2023. I am very confident of that. I want to share my thoughts on what I want to emphasize and grow into in the coming year in my personal life. And maybe this will resonate with some of you. Um, most people have New Year's resolutions, and I think those are awesome. Wanting to strive uh, to better yourself regardless if you achieve it means that you're trying um, and continually trying, continually getting up and dusting yourself off and trying to become a better you uh, can only benefit. And it's called life, right? Life is filled with ups and downs. And so beginning the new year with a fresh perspective and fresh goals I think is really cool. So I want to give you five things that I want to either personally do in my own life to better myself and my family or give you some things to watch for. Um, so I'm going to give you three things that I want to do personally in my own life to grow my relationship with the Lord and better myself and my family. Then I'm going to give you two things to watch for events that we know are coming in the near future per Bible prophecy. Nothing is more important than our spiritual walk with the Lord. Let's just set that as the foundation. That should be everybody's number one focus is to put an emphasis on your relationship with the Lord. Everything we do flows from our relationship with Jesus. Everything. Everything we do, the foundation of our life should be built on our relationship with the Lord. Our world is filled with so much hate, envy, bitterness, division, and why? Well, we've stripped God out of every fabric of our nation and made him non-essential. So I want to do my best to share some spiritual thoughts with you, and I hope that you can glean some insight from this and maybe apply these to your own life. Um, because we do need God back in America. And that only starts if we take responsibility for ourselves, for our own lives, for our own homes. So these things I list will all have a spiritual emphasis. Let's dive right in. Number one, I want to pray more. Everything we do as a Christian starts with communication with God. Philippians 4.16, I'm sorry, Philippians 4.6 says this, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. But everything in 
but everything by prayer and supplication. Everything we do should be done through the lens of prayer. Communicating with God is so important. Imagine if I give a fleshly example or from our human perspective, if you didn't communicate with your wife, your relationship is just going to suffer. There's no difference when it comes to our relationship with the Lord. He wants to commune with us. He desires a personal relationship with us. That's the only way to know the direction that he may want us to go, who he may want us to talk to, what he may want us to say, what he may want us to do with our lives, how we treat people. Everything can, everything starts with prayer and communication with God. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and will forgive their sin and heal their land. Now we talk about America as a whole. We have completely turned away from God, as I mentioned. We do not have prayer in schools. We can't even have Bibles being read publicly in schools. We've stripped God out of every part of our culture. And when that happens, you see the absolute debauchery that is taking place right now. That's what happens. And so prayer is incredibly essential, and I want to make sure that in my own life, I have a responsibility to take care of my family. I have a responsibility to lead them spiritually first and foremost, to make sure that we make it to heaven, period. And I know that that all begins with my communication with the Lord. Number two, I want to limit my distractions. This can be things TV, phone, Netflix, hobbies may distract us from what our real purpose is on this earth. And I wrote down a little note and I said, I want to spend more time being about my father's business. When Jesus was a little boy, his parents were trying to find him and he was in the temple and they asked, what were you doing? And he basically said this, I don't have the scripture in front of me, but he said, I am being about my father's business. I want to be more about my father's business. I want to try to do my best to be in alignment with the Lord. I want to be in alignment with the Lord and what his will and what his purpose is for my life. We're not going to accidentally stumble into heaven. Nobody happens to just live a good life and, and walks into heaven. It is a purpose-driven life that makes it. The Bible says broad is the way to destruction. Narrow is the way to eternal life. And it says few there be in that find it. Few are going to find it. So we have to do our best to limit distractions that would take time, energy, and effort away from the things that really matter. The devil wants to kill, steal, and destroy you. And if he can keep you distracted, he is going to win. I know in my own personal life, I have gotten in the habit of watching a decent amount of TV when I get home. And I'm not watching anything filthy or sinful necessarily. I like watching golf videos. You know, it could be as simple as that. I spend too much time watching golf videos, and I'm being honest with myself. And I guess I should have 
said this earlier as well, we must be honest with ourselves if we truly want to make a change. And so distractions, although they don't seem obviously bad, that they're, you know, obviously taking us away from some things that are important. But when you look back and check your phone, for instance, and look at the screen time, my word, how could I be spending those hours more purposeful? And so that's a big one for me is I want to limit my distractions so I can spend more time being about my father's business. And that's what we're here for. We're here on this earth. We were created to worship the Lord and to do our best to preach and teach the gospel of the kingdom of God and to share with everybody who will listen. And that's going to lead me right into number three is I want to share the gospel with boldness more. I want to be a book of Acts individual. I want to be a book of Acts church. I want to do what the apostles did. I don't want to be hindered by my own thoughts and my own mind. And, oh, my word, what are they going to think about me? I want to be able to have conversations on the job, at the grocery store, when I'm on the golf course. I want to be in the flow of the Holy Ghost. And like I mentioned, number one, that all stems from prayer. Prayer is going to give me more boldness to share the truth of the gospel of the word of God. And so I want to, one, pray more so that I can be more bold. I can't share the truth of the gospel on the job. I can be a witness to somebody who is hurting, who is broken, who is going through a divorce, who is going through who knows what in their own personal lives. Folks, this world is hurting, and they're longing for a Savior. They're longing for something that can fill that void in their life because we all have a God-sized hole in our heart and, and, and in our spirit that only he can fill. That's it. We try to fill it with so many other things, but it's all temporary. It's never going to truly satisfy. So I'm challenging myself this year to share the gospel more. I don't care what anybody thinks. The Bible says that we're going to be hated by all for his name's sake. And I know that. And so I want to stand on the promises of the word and be able to share the gospel with boldness to more people this year. As I transition to number four, I'm going to start talking about two things that we are looking for in our world that the Bible prophesies is going to come to pass while we are here on the earth. So number four is World War III. And I know it's talked about in the news quite frequently. It's whispered about, you know, nuclear war. And we hear all about the turmoil that is taking place overseas. And it's coming, folks. The Bible says that it is prophesied that one-third of the world's population will be destroyed, and that is really even hard to say. It's hard to even imagine that one-third of the world is going to be destroyed, but let me read it to you. Revelation 9.15, So the four angels who had been prepared for the hour, the day, the month, and a year were released to kill a third of mankind. If you read through Revelation chapter 9, it gives you more details of how that is going to happen. We know that that is going to have to be 
nuclear war of some kind with the magnitude of the amount of people and also the description of how those people are going to perish. But we are on the brink of that. The Sixth Trumpet War, which is this exact event, is set to sound sooner than later. The players are on the field. Russia, Ukraine, Iran, China, all the turmoil and the tension that is taking place. If, if you flip on the news, you're going to hear this talked about. So we need to make sure that we are paying attention. We need to make sure that we know what is to come. This is going to give us confidence and trust in the Lord when these events do happen that we know they were expected to come. I don't want to have my head in the sand and not be alert to what's happening in the world today. World War III is coming. I don't know if it's coming in 2023. Could it? Absolutely it could. I'm not saying it's going to, but there is a real possibility. The players are on the field, so it could very well happen. And lastly, number five in this one is incredibly important, is the one world religion. The one world religion is prophesied in Revelation 17. It, it describes a time coming that will deceive the masses. It describes this one world religion and the judgment that will come upon her. It calls her the mother of harlots. And I'll dive into this deeper in a coming podcast, but folks, we, we, we must know our Bibles. Deception is running wild in our churches today. And I implore you, please go read Revelation chapter 17. It's extremely eye-opening to what is to come. But if you are paying attention again, and if you're reading the news, and if you are paying attention to the global stage, you see this is happening right before our eyes. It is mind-blowing. I do not want to be like the Jews when Jesus came to this earth who missed him. I want to know what's to come. It was prophesied hundreds of times in the Old Testament that Jesus was coming, and they missed it. We now have prophecies that are going to take place right before his second coming, and these are the prophecies, and we are on the field right now when these are coming to pass. I don't want to miss them. So we see deception is running wild amongst Christendom today. Uh, you see the LGBTQ, et cetera, whatever other letters that they use, and I'm, I'm not trying to be insensitive. It's just I, I don't know what they, what they call themselves anymore. But they're being allowed to be pastors in churches that are called Christian. We don't, we don't preach against sin anymore. We are slowly becoming a melting pot of beliefs. We're all slowly allowing our doctrines to be thrown by the wayside to come together under this one world religion, under this one world government, under this one umbrella. Folks, Jesus is coming back for a specific bride, a bride that is unblemished by the world, a bride that is separated unto him and him only. He is he is a jealous God. When you read the Old Testament 
and you go through the book of Deuteronomy, it almost doesn't seem like we worship the same God in our culture today. It, we've, we've softened him. We don't think that the Lord is going to maybe judge sin anymore or idol worship anymore. When you read the book of Deuteronomy, it is staggering to see how the Lord handled such things as idolatry, idol worship, worshiping other, other gods. It, incredibly harsh, hard to, hard to really read, to be honest. He's a jealous God. We cannot be swept into the belief system that says, come one, come all. This may seem extreme to you, but Jesus says, if you don't believe that I am God manifest in the flesh and that I came to save the world, you will die in your sins. It says you will die in your sins. Folks, Jesus is the only way. It says I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no man comes to the Father except through me. We must know our Bibles. It is absolutely critical. I probably should have put that one in the top five as well. Reading our Bibles is critical. We should be in our word every single day. It's got to be important. It's not enough that we just attend church. It's not enough that we just check off a box on, on Sunday and then we go about our week and leave, and leave God by the wayside. He has got to become a part of our everyday life. This has got to become the most important thing in our life. And I implore you to pray more, to read your Bible more, to really dive into your belief. If you've been a casual Christian, I get it. I used to be that. But God wants more. He requires more. He wants a personal relationship with, with you. So as we go into 2023... I want to be consistent in the things that I just talked about. I want to be consistent in my prayer. I want to be consistent in limiting my distractions that would take me away from the things of God. I want to share the gospel more, and I want to pay attention to these world events that are soon to come. I pray many blessings upon your life in 2023. Keep God first. He's our only hope. He's our only hope. I look forward to many more podcasts in 2023. Thank you so much again for listening. Jesus is coming back, folks. Jesus is coming back. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of The Top Podcast. I pray this podcast blessed and impacted your life. We would greatly appreciate it if you subscribed left a five-star review, and shared with a friend or family member so we can spread hope in a lost world. Join me next week as we discuss another topic that emphasizes truth over popularity. God bless.